This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast with your hosts, food writer and critic for Milwaukee Magazine, Ann Christensen, and me, DJ Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect. On this week's edition of This Bites, uh, we got some interesting things to talk about, including uh, a couple pieces that Ann wrote for Milwaukee Magazine. Uh, four great Wisconsin restaurants that are worth the drive. We got some news about the famous Night Owl and a new barbecue place that will be opening on the north side. But we're going to kick it off with a topic I hear Wisconsin's not a big fan of here. Wisconsin does not like cheese. Is that true? No, I was just going to say, I mean, I don't know anybody that eats cheese. No, cheese is ah, Wisconsin is so anti-cheese. But in all seriousness, you wrote, because Wisconsin isn't anti-cheese, it is a... Uh, 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 cheese, uh, a cheese state. You I mean that's what it's called, right? Uh, mm-hmm. You have a piece where you rank some of your top five cheeses. Is it cheeses or is it cheese? Plural. Cheeses. It cheeses. is cheeses. Cheeses. It just sounds wrong, right? I know, like, but it, like, but it's right. Yeah, when you say cheeses, it sounds like a kid saying it wrong. But anyway, yeah. Talk to me about like because I know people. Springs come upon us. People want to have their picnics and have cheese and wine. It's like the season for that kind of thing. What What's on your top five Wisconsin cheeses? Well, just so you know, immigrants are, are the people that brought the cheese-making tradition to Wisconsin mm-hmm. back in the 1800s. So this is a long-standing tradition of all sorts of cheeses. Everything from Swiss cheese to English cheddars to French brie's and blue cheeses. Okay. So my number one is a cheese that's won a lot of awards. It's called Pleasant Ridge Reserve. It's by Uplands Cheese out of Dodgeville, Wisconsin. It's an alpine cheese made from a grass-fed, from grass-fed cow's milk. So these cows eat a very pasture-rich diet. So this cheese is really nutty and sweet and earthy, and it's, it's absolutely wonderful. Um, that's number one. Number two is the Grand Cru Cherchois out of Roth Cheese in Monroe, Wisconsin. It's an Alpine style um, cheese in, in the manner of Gruyere. Mm. And it has sort of mushroomy undertones. Kind of that umami, kind of very umami. Yeah. And it's really great, grated over pasta, or if you want to put it on a cheese board, um, just another. What about a grilled cheese sandwich? Sure, why not? Mm. Everybody thinks about cheddar yeah. or American for um, grilled cheese, but you know, no. Okay. Why not pick something unusual mm-hmm. or mix them? You know, um, another one that I really love is Sarvecchio Parmesan. Out of uh, it comes from Sartori in Plymouth, Wisconsin. This is a dry, crumbly cheese, um, as and it's got sort of caramel-like notes to mm. it. Um, it's really great. It's really great with with Italian meats, so like cured meats. You know what I do with uh, that type of cheese? So I have what? a thing like, uh, so I'm I'm been like this person that likes making my popcorn like on the stove. Mm-hmm. So I actually make this bacon fat popcorn with uh, Parmesan shaved Parmesan cheese on top. Ooh, that sounds so good. So like it's it's so like umami bomb of the the smokiness from the bacon. So I take the bacon, get the fat in there, take the bacon, it's all like crumbly, and I top it once popping like the bacon. That's the kind of the, the, the salt. I don't really need salt because the bacon and the cheese 
provides all the salt it needs, right? Mm-hmm. And then I, I might get a little, might get a little bit of a couple of tablespoons of ghee and melt it and like spritz it over there. I mean, it's probably not very healthy, but it is like the the umami bomb of popcorn flavors. It's smoky, it is nutty. It's oh, and then like at the end of the bowl, the little leftover bacon and leftover cheese. I just scoop it up with my fingers and like just eat it. Oh, like. That sounds amazing. Like the lonely guy I am. But yeah, that's 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 what I do, that type of cheese. But uh, was that your last cheese? You have one more. No, I have two more. Um, the fourth cheese is uh, Mary Kay Gouda. Uh, the company is Mary Kay out of Thorpe, Wisconsin. And this is a raw cow's milk cheese. Um, and it's aged on Dutch pine planks. And this is a really old world um, cheese making practice to, to age it that way. And it's just wonderful. It's creamy. It's sweet. It's aromatic. It's just a fabulous cheese. And then my fifth is Red Rock out of Roelli Cheese House in Schulzburg. This is um, a really interesting cheddar cheese that has a vein, has veins of blue cheese running through it. So it's really unusual. And it's, I love it. It's, it's beautiful for just eating like out of, you know, by, you know, just little chunks of it you know, on its own, or you can put it on crackers. Um, it just, it's a, it's a really beautiful cheese to look at too. The colors are amazing. And um, it's one that I think everybody should try. Coming up, we'll continue our conversation on this bites with Anne's four great Wisconsin restaurants that are worth the drive. We'll be right back. We all know April showers bring May flowers, but vehicle donations bring more hours of your favorite programs. We accept used cars, trucks, and even RV donations running or not. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org slash cars to schedule your donation. Help Radio Milwaukee grow and we'll help you get your garden started. Donate any amount this month at RadioMilwaukee.org slash donate and you'll be entered to win a rain barrel from MMSD and a $50 Plantland gift card. We're back. This bites Ann Christensen, Tariq Moody. Uh, we were just talking about some of your top five Wisconsin cheeses. And I want to get into another thing, kind of another listicle thing you did. Four uh-huh. great Wisconsin restaurants that are worth the drive. Talk to me about the inspiration behind this, then go into uh-huh. the restaurants. This list is part of our cover story, which is called How to Wisconsin. So it's full of things like the best Wisconsin cheeses um, that are like quintessentially Wisconsin. And if you're a Wisconsinite, you should embrace it. You should know it. And so I included um, four restaurants that are worth the drive. And um, usually, you know, we, you and I are talking about restaurants that are in Milwaukee, the Milwaukee area. Mm-hmm. These are outside of that. So to give you an idea of, of what's on this list, La Toile in Madison. This was founded by Chef Odessa Piper back in 1976. It's it's a farm-to-table restaurant. It's it's has a really fabulous reputation. It's James Beard award winning. It's now owned by Tory Miller. He purchased the restaurant back in 2005. He's also won a James Beard award. It's just, it's one of those restaurants where, you know, the, the restaurant chain or the, the menu changes, um, often because it reflects the seasons and it's, it's just wonderful. It's, it's like going, it's like in Milwaukee, us going to Sanford, 
Um, La Toile has a similar, has kind of that similar feel to it in terms of the menu. Um, so my second restaurant on this list is very different from the first restaurant. It's called Ishnala Supper Club and it's in Lake Delton. Um, and this is a place where it's known as much for its food or it's known as much for its location as its food. And the name Ishnala translates to by itself alone in the Ho-Chunk language, mm. but it overlooks Mirror Lake and there's like trees growing through it. It's it's absolutely stunning. Trees inside the It's like almost growing through the porch area. Like a treehouse kind of feel, huh? Well, yeah, it's part of um it's it's surrounded by hundreds of acres of state forest. Wow. So it's really, really gorgeous. So um it would be a place to go for like prime rib. And a brandy old fashioned. So when's the last time you were there? It's been a few years okay. now. I mean, definitely pre pandemic. But they are opening for their their seasonal. They're opening for their sixty eighth season on April fifteenth. Wow. Yeah. Did you want me to mention the two other restaurants? Or, yeah. or should yeah? Okay. I was going to say. Otherwise, we can we can send listeners to the website to read about them. Um, one of them is called Love Child. It's a restaurant in Lacrosse. La it is a 100-seat restaurant that's known for its sort of romantic atmosphere. And the it's nestled inside an 1890s um, former hardware building. So it used to be a, a hardware wholesaler. And it has a really accessible menu, pizzas, pastas, entrees, like uh, braised lamb chanks. They make lamb spadini. It's just a really uh, very uh, approachable, very comfortable and yes, if you're into rom- romance, it's a romantic restaurant. Which you too. are. I assume that's why that's on your list, right? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Take all your uh, suitors. Yes, all my suitors. Oh, thank you, my suitors. Yes. <laughs> and then finally, um, Trattoria Stefano or Stefano. I never know whether to say Stefano or Stefano. It's in Sheboygan. It's a restaurant. It's been around for 26 years, amazingly. It's a, just a rustic, um, homey, rustic Italian restaurant. Um, it's absolutely worth the trip if you're going up to the Kohler area. You know, um, it's it's just amazing. Um, Stefano um, Viglietti, who's one of the owners, he handpicks the list of Italian wines. Um, the staff just is super, um, the service is just wonderful. In other words, it's they, they just, they know how to make you feel comfortable, but also kind of anticipate your needs. So they're not too, you know, they're not too overbearing and they're not too casual. They have the right, the right balance of service there. So that's number four. Cool. Definitely uh, sounds like something I might want to do this summer. Just get out of the house, yeah. you know. Um, Absolutely. Let's head closer back to home. The, the, the famous Night Owl. Yeah. Is, uh, is it open or is it about to be open? What's the, what's the deal Well, um, the deal is that the Night Owl um, opened this week for the, you know, for their, for their season. So um, they operate from like April to around November weather dependent, but it's a drive-in at 830 um, East Layton Avenue. So it's, it's very close to the airport, but it's absolutely um, a bucket list place to go for a burger. So if you're looking for to try a burger um, that you haven't had before, this is absolutely a place to go. And 
when I did our recent burger bracket, it was on there and um, it actually won our yeah. burger bracket. What do, you, what do you think makes it special? Part of it is the meat. It's, it's fresh every day and hand ground. And when they run out of that meat, they close. Yep. It's kind of like Aaron's uh, uh, Franklin's Barbecue in uh, Austin. They kind of, when, okay. when they run out, nope, we're done. That's exactly the way this operates. So, um, yeah, Night Owl. And then it has this very cool, like, old, very retro neon um, signage on the outside of it. It's just it's just a really fun place to go. Cool. Yeah. And finally, uh, we have a new barbecue restaurant uh, coming soon to the north side. Mm-hmm. Rose Backyard Barbecue is the name of the spot. 1742 West Atkinson. Uh, just a uh, block south of Capitol Drive. You'll, the menu will have like the traditional barbecue, like pork ribs, pork tips, chicken. Um, but you want to have turkey breast and an entire rib and uh, chicken dinner to have staple size like greens, mac and cheese, baked beans, potato salad, and more. Hour uh, there will be no on-site, uh, no seating for on-site dining. So it'll be delivery, catering, and, and outdoor grilling will be available, however. So it's still going through the process. Uh, I'm not sure when it's supposed to be open. Uh, it used to be a place called Red Snapper's Seafood Restaurant. And um, so be on the lookout for that on the north side, uh, barbecue. Yeah, joint. interesting. Great. That sounds good. That wraps up this week's edition of This Bites. Um, real quick, I, I was, uh, sure, I think I told you this, you know, you know, the sake thing. So I'm trying to be environmentally conscious and not throw away all the sake bottles, which you can recycle, but they're so cool looking, right? Yeah, they're like yeah, really they beautiful are. labels. So I I got these bottle garden kits uh, from this company called Urban Leaf. So I I planted them this planted half of them this week and got two of these kits. So one's a edible flower kit and one's the exotic basil kit. And I planted the planted the edible flower kit and one of them, uh, the Cosmos, is blooming like crazy, sprouting not blooming, sprouting like crazy. And I'm just so proud of myself. Like I have a grow light here at my desk to give some ambiance, the sake bottles. Um, Cause they're so beautiful sake bottles. I just don't want to throw them away. And I'm like, I don't want to just sit there and like look at them. So I think that's a, the perfect idea. When you yeah. said that you were going to do this, I was like, Oh, that's so awesome. Um, and it, you'd been posting photos of those bottles mm-hmm. anyway online. And I know I could see how gorgeous they were. So this is a really yeah. great way to recycle them. So yeah, so I'm like, hopefully I don't kill them like the other plants in my house, but I think I'm good because it's kind of like, it's self-watering. So, yay. Mm-hmm. As long as I keep the water at a certain level, I'm good. So, and I have edible flowers. I have no idea what I'm going to put them on, but they're edible. Hey, you'll figure it out. No, that <laughs> sounds great. Cool. Well, have a great weekend, Anne. And uh, this spice is edited by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Society Insurance and generosity from our membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org slash ThisBites. Find us on iTunes, Spotify, NPR, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Remember, feedback's important, so please rate and review. And as always, Ann, stay hungry. And keep the Malort cold. Have a great weekend. You too. <laughs>